nuts Yes, I'm Cisco, yes, I'm Ebert And you're getting two thumbs up You've had enough of two hand touch You want it rough, you're out of bounds I want you smothered, want you covered Like my Waffle House hash browns Coming quicker than FedEx, never reaching apex Just like Google Call stock, you are inclined to make me rise an hour early Just like daylight savings time Do it now. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals So let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel The long and the short of it is I'm trying to digest some ramen uh, really fast. So I went up to a, uh, there's a small uh, and sort of dingy looking, uh, but the good ones often are, small but dingy looking Chinese up on uh, the road that goes down from the station to the clock tower. The name escapes me for some reason. Is it called Church Road? Church Street? Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, but the the small uh, but dingy but delicious uh, Chinese restaurant is called New Era, and I had they had me waiting in there for a good forty five minutes uh, for a delicious oh a delicious roast duck uh, noodle soup ramen. And, all right, I appreciate that noodle soup and ramen are not strictly the same, but you know the general idea is there, isn't it? You got a big bowl of stuff. Big bowl of stuff, load of broth, some noodles, some meat, some veg. No egg. I don't know whether or not it's the egg that the egg maketh the man. Does the egg maketh the raw man? Eggs is eggs, really. However, however you want to slice it. But I scoffed it down quick, like a good and like a good little boy. Snaffled it down. Woman in there, gimpy arm. Nice woman though. Nice old, nice old boiler running the place. A walkie-talkie uh, for the kitchen that was just ramped up to the max. Um, so there was just an insane volume of uh, Chinese walkie-talkie work, uh, which was a kind of fun ambiance. Uh, there was a wee German family in there uh, speaking. I don't know whether or not they were. I don't know what the political, uh, politically correct term is uh, these days. Should we go with simple? Perhaps they were simple uh, because I could understand a lot of what they were talking about. So if they were speaking at, if that's the sort of level of German that they were communicating at, enough that I, having not lived in Germany for nearly seven years, probably about seven years, could understand, I mean, catching the general gist that the husband was rabbiting on about some stuff and the wife was saying that she knew uh that was i mean that was their di- i mean that's very common dinner dinner conversation really a fella says some stuff the wife says i know or i know but it actually you are wrong but otherwise i know but they're doing it in German, which is fun. Fun to mix it up, isn't it? You know, you don't. You, you know, you don't always have to make bad small talk with your missus in English. You can do it in any language. You know, whether you know that language or not. In fact, what I would recommend to you is, if you are out for just the two of you having a romantic dinner, is try try a new language. Just making it up 
uh, really loudly, obviously, so everyone else in the restaurant can hear. Or if you don't know how to speak the language, just do the accent. Just do a sort of broken English accent. So a good one to do that with would, of course, be Chinese. That would be great. Um, maybe, oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe pick a country from sub-Saharan Africa. Do do that accent very loudly in a crowded restaurant, just the two of you to each other. It it will really spice things up in a relationship. It'll spice things up for you socially. It'll spice things up for you online if someone was to video you. You know, I it, I think it could go really. You know, try a sort of southern american no like a south american accent tries to go for a sort of mexican you know uh also we try weaving into it uh possibly a discussion about some of the culinary delights of of that culture that's a good place to start um and just really the louder you can do it the more vigor you can put behind it when someone comes to take your order continue the accent just you don't have to do it to just the two of you try and do it to other people in the restaurant i think what's happened to me this week is you must i'd be very surprised if you've been living under a rock enough to not have seen the very very peculiar viral video of uh i want to be ninja uh which is a song uh, written and performed by a mad rich old white lady She's not that old, but she's older than me. Uh, and it's at some sort of do. Uh, it looks like it's potentially um, upmarket. Could be upmarket office party. Um, could be. Ooh, don't know. Probably not a bar mitzvah. Um, it's anyway. It's an upmarket party. It's a high society party of some kind. Uh, and she is singing a song about her desire uh, to be a ninja. Uh, from the perspective of a kind of young girl, uh, but she is affecting uh, a, uh, I guess, a Chinese or Japanese. I'm not entirely sure what she's going for. I haven't looked into it that deeply. Uh, but she's affecting an accent, um, essentially, and a particular, uh, let's say, cadence of, uh, you know, a, you know, a verbal cadence. Um, and she really wants to be a ninja. I mean, and God bless her for it. You know, anyone should be... Well, it, it, Christ, it's 2023. If you want to be something, you should be able to be it. Or at least pretend to. Right? And 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 everyone should damn well accept it. And if they don't, destroy them. Destroy their families. Destroy their lives. But nevertheless, she wants to be a ninja. Uh... Probably should play it now, if not, you know, for anyone that hasn't heard. I mean, it's a deeply peculiar song. Some people say it's offensive, uh, but I, it's a very deeply, pecu- deeply peculiar song by clearly uh, a, a complex and troubled character, um, a, a unique thinker. Uh, she's um, she's like a super Karen. She's a sort of American Uber Karen. And she wants to be a ninja, you know, and who are we to stop her? I want to be ninja. Yeah. It's, uh, oh my god. Sorry, just, she's called Jennifer, I, I believe this is her, and possibly not who has um, uh, posted it. A woman called Jennifer Murphy. Uh, Go Girl. It says, yeah, Jennifer Murphy, is the original song by Jennifer Murphy. Go Girl, performed live. Uh, I want to be ninja. 
yeah. Um, let's do it. It's it's an experience. Sneak peek. Anyway, so just for context, this woman looks like she's on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She's white. She's blonde. There's big hair. There's a lot of makeup. Oh, this is a whole video. She's packing up a bed. Oh, she sells beds, of course. Yeah. So I think it's at an office party for these beds. Um, there's a lot of other friends who all look very similar. As a disc jockey. I shut my Murphy bed, sat down to scratch my head. What could this day bring? It could be anything. I get the phone call. You know what? Maybe I too could be ninja. I want to be ninja. I want to be ninja. I want to chop, 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 chow down. Take chow down to Chinatown. I want to be ninja. How dare you? I started. I can't. I think I could go far. I am a natural. That's matter factual. Guys, you know what? I might do it. I might be a ninja soon. I gonna be ninja. <laughs> That's one for the soundboard. I gonna be ninja. I gonna chop, 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 chow down. Take chow down to Chinatown. I, I don't know who this chow is, but he sounds like a real rotter. I practice every day. I practice every way. I don't I mean, it goes on, it, it goes on for a minimum another two minutes. Um, but it's it's a real experience. Uh, I, I beg you, go to YouTube. I want to be ninja, in brackets, ninja. Original song by Jennifer Murphy of Murphy Beds. Uh, they're a special kind of foldy, downy bed that you might want in a spare room uh, or potentially caravan, uh, bed sit, uh, or a wanking shed. God, I mean, you, yeah, truly, uh, like I say, it's 2023, uh, you can be whoever you want, be that man, a woman, or ninja. Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, what coffee and memes? Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. If you're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy, you know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid. That what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy and that's funny and it's 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 kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that it, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you and if you don't play that out you actually fail oh 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes. Uh, Threshold.fm is uh, 13 minutes past 8. Tuesday the 11th. God, I wish I was as detached from reality as this woman. I mean, what a gift, man. If there's one way to be in life, it's fucking detached, right? Am I right? Have I just had a rough day? I don't know. But... What, what, what? Just to be that? Well, she's not like checked out. She's not checked out in the way that like a baby boomer, like a like a true boomer is checked out. You know where they, you know, the, their life revolves around musing about property prices, uh, and organising dinner. You know, and you know they've they 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 take in the headline news. They'll form an opinion on the spot, but they've not. They didn't have one before you asked. You know the the headlines go in from whatever news publication. You know their, you know falls across their desk or you know passes across their Facebook news feed. And Jimmy, you're too late. You missed. I want to be ninja. You'll you'll be deeply familiar with it. But yeah, and but they, yeah, sure they're checked out, right? They they don't give a fuck. But to be as detached, as beautifully, majestically detached from reality uh, as Jennifer Murphy of Murphy Beds of I Want to Be Ninja fame. What a way to live! Amazing! Incredible! Go, girl! You know, it's... it's That's what I'm fixing to be. That's, that's the life I want to live. I mean... You, I mean, sure... It's going to help if you've got a few bucks behind you. I mean, there are a lot of, you know... Uh, yeah, I guess at the lower end of the spectrum, you can be pretty detached from reality as well. But it's probably not as fun. It's probably more of a sort of harsh, unpleasant detachment from reality rather than just blissful social ignorance, which is really, I guess, what I'm looking for. Really, I mean, is the desire to be able to do absolutely whatever you want without consequence maybe it is i don't know but or maybe their desire is to do whatever you want without consequence but by pure chance the things you do are actually fine that's the ideal right because then you're just like i just do what i want and by sheer blind luck everything that you do is just like everyone's like yeah that's kind of cool yeah it's all right decent can't argue with that look there's some few but we've got we've bloody well got sidetracked here everybody and all manner of bits to go to go on about there was a whole thing about the bloodhound gang we're way past that now you know there was a whole bit prepared there that's lost you know that's gone inspired by you know saw someone posted an amusing picture of a still from that video but with ben shapiro's uh little little boat photoshopped onto it yeah it made me giggle i enjoyed that anyway there's bits to get through here man hospitalized after breaking penis during world's most dangerous sex position <whistles> damn oh nice of gordon to turn up and tell me he's too busy to, to tune in cheers mate oh nice one mate uh, man hospitalized after breaking penis during world's most dangerous sex position okay let's muse as to what's the world what the world's most dangerous uh, sex position might be is it a position involving Kanye West is it a position involving the Dalai Lama's tongue 
a position involving the Pope? We may never know. Uh, spare a thought for the man who ended up in hospital after trying the quote-unquote world's most dangerous sex position, only to see it going horribly wrong uh, after he heard it heard a loud cracking sound. He ended up having to undergo emergency serv- uh, emergency surgery after being left with a some something with something known as an eggplant phallus, uh, and it looks as unpleasant as it sounds. Got any pics? No. Uh, video John Cena has he broken it? Don't know. Dennis Rodman broken it a few times, from what I hear. Uh, he was in the middle of having sex in a position known to carry a, a high risk of breaking the penis. What's the position? Uh, when he heard a loud cracking noise and had to stop. The 37-year-old man from Indonesia heard his penis cracking loudly. Um, anyway, come on. Right, they're not, they're not, they're not, not going to tell us. Um, <clears throat> man must have broke, broke the penis in half. I'm sorry, I'm, 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 I'm rambling here because they're, they're being deliberately evasive with the position. I don't know why. Uh, as for the position in question, which is so dangerous, it's reverse cowgirl. Okay, great, brilliant. You know, you would think, you would think I wouldn't get tricked by these sort of things anymore. You know, you'd think I'd be a little long in the tooth for that kind of caper. But no, like a lamb to the sorter, uh, like a cock to a vag. You know, there I go, blindly stumbling in. <laughs> dangerous sex position. It's the reverse cowgirl. We've all tried it, mitten excluded, but, you know, we've all given it a go at some point or another. And yeah, sure, the phallus is, it's over, the, isn't it? It's, it's over like a little, it's like it's over a little hill or something, isn't it? It's like it's, I don't know what the hill is, where it came from, weird. But it's like, you know, it's, just sort of, it's going over, isn't it? You know what, it, it's, you know, it's, it's like you're holding it down. You know, like when you get up in the middle of the night to go for a piss and you've woken up with a boner, but you really need to piss. So you got to point it. And many, many comedy, many slapstick comedy outings have tackled this. You know, I'm not be the first to mention it. It's an issue. Anyway, you'll keep it, keep it down, right? That's essentially, you know, your reverse cowgirl position. But nevertheless, broken, done, gone. Done. Uh, unnecessary video, John Cena. Doctor warns against uh, penis enlargement, enlargement surgeries. Um, that's the end of that, really. Not too much to tell. Bit of a disappointment. What are you going to do about it? Fire Festival creator Billy McFarland announces there's going to be another one. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Broke boys don't know. <sighs> he's out, right? He, he He's out the clink. I don't know how, how he was... He was Released early in May 2022. Wow. He got six years for all... Six, he, your man gets six years for having a good time. For trying to have a good time. For trying to make a few people happy, eh? Trying to make a pound note in the process. I mean, Jesus Christ. No good deed goes unpunished. Man just wanted to party. Man wanted to party on an island. He wanted to dance the night away. Drink. Maybe have a little bit of bag. Yeah? Is that really so bad? Does that really deserve six years in prison? I know a load of people nearly died, but who cares? They were wealthy. It doesn't matter. You know? 
They were rich. Look, it would have mattered to me if it was the lower middle classes. You know, people who, you know, they've got a bit, but, you know, they'd have to, they have to save up for stuff. You know, they want a, they want a big trip away, something like that. It's going gonna, it's gonna to bite for six, you know, six to 12 months. Get the money together for that. Not rich people who can just, just hop over there. Fuck them. You know? So, you know, so what if you're taking them to effectively a modern-day SOM? Bit of a hoot. Great content. What a blinder of a documentary. Where's the crime? Where's the damn crime? Sure, that geezer had to suck a guy off of water. Who cares? It, he looked like he... He looked like, you know, he got a good story out. He did get a good story out of it. He became a meme. Great times. Fire Festival creator Billy McFarlane has just announced that there's going to be a second festival. Yes. Uh, the man behind the disastrous Fire Festival back in 2017 was released early from prison back in May 2022 after being landed with a six-year sentence for multiple counts of fraud. Let Billy party. Free Billy. McFarlane is now attempting to throw yet another festival aptly named, wait for it, Gotti. Fire Festival 2. Uh, just a just a matter of years since the disgraceful scandal. Don't start. Don't start. Listen. <laughs> um, anyway, the first Fire Festival promised attendees uh, that they would enjoy a luxurious festival in the Bahamas. Marketed as an, exe- an exclusive event, festival goers ended up forking out thousands for a ticket and accommodation under the impression that they would be uh, this, it would be the summer event of the decade. Okay, I think you probably have summer event of the year or event of the decade. Anyway, uh, however, Fire Festival ended up making headlines for all the wrong reasons. The event, blah blah blah, went to shit. Uh, then, oddly enough, the criminal festival creator has decided to give the event another shot. Listen, yeah, you you, you haven't failed until you've given up, yeah. You gotta if you if you give up after your first failure, then then what have you done? What's the point? You know, that's no grind, sir, is it? Our boy Billy, the real deal. He's a fucking hustler. He's a grinder. He's an animal. He's a sigma. Six years in the clink. How long was he in there? Five years. Five years in the clink planning this bad boy. There's going to be... 22-hour set from Dylan Francis. Easter egg painting with Skrillex. Donkey rides with Fred again. Face painting with Lawrence Fox. Coconut shy with the trigonometry boys. Anyway, uh, so McFarlane took to Twitter yesterday, 10th of April, to share the news about his upcoming festival. He tweets, Fire Festival 2 is finally happening. Uh, Tell me why you should be invited. Not a lot of... um, doesn't look like there's a massive amount of engagement with that. Only 298 retweets. I would have expected more, uh, quite honestly. That we can see. Oh, no. Now you've gone. Oh, you son of a bitch. Uh, 
Do you have a link to it? Um, come on. No? Fuck off. Will you? Um, anyway, tell me why you should be invited, he concluded uh, the announcement. Uh, the, re- the reveal has since gone viral and racked up staggering 2 million views in just a matter of hours uh, after it was posted. Uh, it's clear that people were more than eager to give McFond a piece of their mind with a whole avalanche of tweets following the announcement. Yeah. Um, one Twitter user posted, I'll show up with a hundred crates full of bananas. No one will go hungry this time around. Okay. Uh, tell me why you shouldn't be in jail, put forward Zegra. He was in jail. He was in jail for five years. Okay. He's now out of jail. He has done a crime and then... He has served his time. If you go to jail for something, unless it's something very bad, like, I, you know, like, I don't know, nicking, like, nicking things, yeah, something really bad, yeah, something like really bad, like, nicking things and shagging, uh, at the same time and then like you go round to you go around your stepdad's house and you nick all his you, you nick his his Amex card and then you go to the garage and you buy booze on it but you're not old enough yeah and then you drink the booze around the back of the garage and then you're sick everywhere and then your stepdad goes fucking mental at you yeah, and he threatens to threatens to hit you, but then your mum like jumps in the way, and then he ends up hitting your mum, and then you hit him, and then he does hit you, and then and then you run off, and you don't come back for ages. Like if you did something really bad like that for the end, yeah, maybe you can go to prison for like a really long time, like ages. Yeah, but if not, if you've done, you know, just if if you've done something not so bad, like say you've you know, defrauded people for, for like twenty six million dollars or something. I don't know, something like that. You've, you know, you've committed large, large scale uh, financial fraud. Then you just, just I don't know, five years or whatever. Get over it. Ah, oh, just trying to keep a good band down, aren't we? You know, it's our fucking good boys, man. Fucking Billy M. You know, bloody. You know, Andy T, Trissy T, Donny T, Billy M, all the fucking boys, yeah? The squad, right? Me and Sweet Johnny are forming a squad, basically, particularly after seeing, um, who was that? um, Donny T was at the UFC on on Saturday, nice to see him there. Uh, Masafidal, gave a little shout out on the mic afterwards, cute. And his retirement speech. Uh, gave it a bit of the Let's Go Brandon action. It's nice. Nice touch, wasn't it? Nice touch. Anyway, me and Sweet Johnny were putting together a little, little little squad. I'm thinking about... I've been thinking a lot about that guy. I can't remember what his name is. But the geezer out of that Nexium cult. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that on the... It's not on the Netflix. It's on Sky. Uh, it's a documentary. It's called The Vow. About this... Uh, yeah, just, you know, kind of running the middle American sort of uh, sex cult and that. Um, but one of those ones where they they managed to manage to get uh, 
clever people involved. They get smart people in on that. They always just end up getting fucked, you know, as as these cults often do. But a lot of the more like religiousy ones, you tend to get the more sort of midwittery in there. Um, the smarter people kind of can can see through it a little bit. But this, you know, this one is a, a, called Nexium. It had that lasso of Smallville in it. A few, few, few of the girls out of Battlestar Galactica. Bit of fun, and. Um, yeah, they were all kind of smart. It was a bit of the sort of um, had a bit of the landmark forum type thing of it. You know, everyone's you know relentlessly positive, and they're all I don't know, doing some kind of fucking work, aren't they? Work on themselves, looking being desperately self-obsessed, desperately self-involved, and then they all end up getting shagged. You know, and you know one thing leads to another with these. Uh, you know, clues in the name, sex cult. You know, someone's like, do you want to? join the sex cult and that it's all about like manifesting positive thought uh affirmations and that if at that point you don't go why did you say so why did you say sex cult because I, I like that this manifesting stuff sounds interesting like the affirmations bit the positive thinking the mindset and all of that i can kind of get i'll get into that but where you mentioned sex, he said, no, "Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. No, 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 no. Don't worry about that. No, the name's not important. It's you know the the, the term cult gets a bad rap these days. You know, it's just it's just a smear. You just online. You know what the you know what the online folks are like. The people on the t- like, oh right, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So the, uh, no, 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 should just get back to this. Like the manifesting, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've I've heard I've heard of the secret and all of this. Mark, you know, whatever. I'm I ain't really giving it a try on that." The other bits, I, I, I do have to just, I just I hate to labour the point, but you said, you did say sex cult, didn't you? Yeah, 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 don't worry, look, just come to the meeting, you know, we'll have a good time. Listen, if you, you know, the clue is in the title. You do as much manifesting as you want, you're going to get fucked. It's just one way or another, all your, all your misses is, you know, and you're just going to have to put up with it because you're doing the work. You know, you're doing the appropriate work on yourself. And whoever's leading the show, whoever, you know, whatever Pied Piper is, is you know, is running the gig, eventually you're going to have to pay that Piper and you may well have to pay him in your wife's perm. It's just, just the way these things go. But yeah, in this case, the Nexium lot, they've um, they managed to get, you know, smart, attractive people, which is a rarity. Well, some of them are attractive, some of them not so much. If you do look at the main, the main lot, not a top lip in sight. And I do always find that a little bit suspicious. Like, if you look at any of these cult shows on Netflix, any of them, very rare, particularly in the upper echelons of these cults, will you see anyone with a top lip. And so it does, you know, I'm not I'm not saying there's, like, you know, people without, people with very thin or sort of no top lips are inherently, like, untrustworthy and maybe they should be avoided, burnt, perhaps, or I'm not saying, I th- look, some things I'm saying, some things I'm not saying, and it's I'm probably not saying that they should be rounded up, or that you know by the nature of some sort of like minority report kind of pre-crime situation, like you know, like you see a guy looks like a bloody pedo, you think, well, listen, you might want to just have a little check on the old hard drive, yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna, if he's gonna knock about like that, it's, it might not be a pedo now, but 
give it six months, you know. Anyway, I digress. Uh, what are we talking about? Nexium. Yeah, what's his uh, Nexium uh, cult? Keith Ranieri. That's our boy. Yes. Give him a Google. Uh, he's apparently very, very intelligent. Um, IQ of 150 or something. Loves a bit of volleyball. Again, I don't, I'm not casting aspersions on everyone that plays volleyball. I'm not saying it's everyone. But if you are looking at someone and they have no top lip and they play a lot of volleyball, I'm just saying, and if they, if they invite you to come to a meeting... If they, uh, if, if they, you know, say, you know, we, we, they've got a seminar. Come to a seminar. First one's free. Just just come and just have a listen. It's no obligation. Seminar. Seminar. Yeah? It's just, it's in a, you know, it's in, we've rented out a, a little conference room in a hotel, in a travel lodge. Just a little seminar. I'm playing to play volleyball afterwards. Fucking volleyball. You see him down on Brighton Seafront. You've never seen. It's the smuggest sport you've ever seen. Oh, all of the leaping and around and the oh the up and the down and then the hammering it in and the and the high fives and the leaping about fuck off. Seriously. Do me I I I will not. I will not. Anyway, this geezer geezer Keith Ranieri Oh boy, um, hundred and twenty years in prison he got. That's a long time. Oh God, you'd have thought he'd, you know, scam people out of a bit of cash at a festival. But the amount of uh, amount of years they stuck on that. Um, yeah, I think there might have been a bit of sex trafficking involved there, a little bit. Yeah. Ah, uh, he did claim to be able to uh, cure people of Tourette's, and and does have some proof though. So I'm not saying it's all bad, you know. They um, swings and roundabouts with these things, isn't it? Yeah, weird looking fella. Um, there were, a ref- you know, there were a few. You know, now I'm thinking about it. Maybe they weren't that good looking. You know, maybe there's one. I can't remember what it's called. Um, something on 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 Netflix. Something hell. Ah, forget it. Yeah, no, they're actually all a little bit wonky looking in Nexium. Um, although. A younger uh, Keith Ranieri could uh, could certainly be played uh, by Jared Leto in, you know, when they inevitably make a film of it. Um, oh no, cult, cult leader Keith Ranieri was beaten uh, was beaten in prison by a fellow uh, inmate on by a fellow sex offender. Ah, oh, is there no honour amongst sex offenders? God, you thought you'd all be boys in there, wouldn't you? Ah, oh, it's sad, man. God, you can't even trust your can't even trust your fellow sex offenders. An incident allegedly took place in the federal penitentiary in Tuscan, Arizona. Or is that Tucson? Is that how you pronounce it? Is it Tucson? Tucson. Or is it Tucson? Convicted uh, Nexium cult leader Keith Ranieri was attacked by a fellow inmate and sex offender um, before he was wrongly punished for the incident. Huh? Uh, his attorney said in the lawsuit. What, so... I mean, that bit bugger, isn't it? You know, you're just... You're just happily, you know, doing your time. 
You're happily doing your 120 years for your sex trafficking, minding your own business. And then your supposed fellow, um, fellow sex offender comes along, knocks you about. Well, then you get the blame. You get the bloody blame for it. You're just there minding your own sex offender business. You shall not strike me in the head and you are not my fellow sex offender. Uh, Ranieri was in the dining hall at the U.S. penitentiary Tucson in Arizona at 6.50 a.m. July 26th when he was assaulted by inmate Maurice Withers with a closed fist on Mr. Ranieri's head and face. Ah, outrageous behaviour. His lawyer wrote in a suit against the Justice Department and the Bureau of Prisons. It is not clear what led to the alleged assault or whether the inmate was aware that Ranieri had been convicted on multiple charges of running a cult-like group that kept women as virtual sex prisoners to service him. Yeah, no, you will get 120 years for that. That can and will happen, uh, if that's your vibe. Imagine if Andy T gets 120 years. Wow, maybe they'll take him to the same place. Him and Ranieri together. What a dream team. What a comedy, what a comedy duo. Wow. Imagine if they could do like live stream like live stream stand up comedy from the prison, just the two of them. Maybe like a little double act, like uh I can't remember the name. They have some dreadful self indulgent uh thing uh, uh uh, on the on the Netflix, two uh, famous old New York comedians doing stand up together. Two of them on the stage at the same time, and then whenever one of them did a gag, they'd sort of like bump the mics together like a fist bump with the mics. Oh, it's dreadful! Really bad. Really don't watch it. Oh, someone's, someone's one of them's called something Ross, and the other one's called David David Tear. Something like that. Dreadful. It, oh, really avoid it like the plague. According to an um, uh, an amended complaint uh, filed this month, Ranieri suffered a black eye, swelling, nausea, and dizziness for more than a week after the attack. Uh, he requested for ice packs to treat the swelling on the plane, but was uh, allegedly denied. Ranieri did not fight back, per se. Uh, according to court papers, Mr. Ranieri has limited knowledge of the assault. Well, you were there, weren't you? You know, if you're going to be the victim, you must have some knowledge. You know, to know that you were, you know, struck with a closed fist in the face and head. Come on, Ranieri, you're supposed to be the smart guy. You got an IQ of 150. Pathetic. Ranieri was given a disciplinary ticket for fighting. Ah! Can a guy not catch a break? God damn it. Can a sex cult leader not catch a break? Uh, And placed in prison special housing unit. Withers, who is accused of the attack is serving 18 years uh, for convictions linked to a sex trafficking operation 18 years pathetic 120 baby 120 badass years for our boy uh, attorney information for withers was not available well uh yeah i mean you could say he was fighting because he was blocking with his face you know so Maybe it was broken up before, you know, before he threw another punch. Another, you know, he, maybe he was headbutting the geezer's fist. We don't know. You know, he look, he's, he could be playing a game of 4D chess that we might not even understand. So maybe we're the idiots for laughing. Hey, maybe we're the idiots for laughing at the leader of the sex cult who got 120 years in prison. 
and now is finding that his, you know, his sex offender boys are not quite the boys he thought they were. Anyway. Oh, that's not on. Christ. Broke boys don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's enough about Fire Festival. Um, let's, uh... Oh, what a boring article. It's an article about the bloke who took the photograph of the, um... Uh, the sort of green hills, um the blue sky from the windows xp boring really boring article that looks like really i'm just gonna ignore it it's really boring anyway listen little update on our on our polish gal pal our polish pen pal god bless her mm. ah, sorry just... <sighs> um our polish gal pal woman who claimed to be Madeleine McCann, starts fundraiser to get back on her feet. Who'd have thunk it? She's doing a Kickstarter. Listen, set up a podcast, set up a Patreon, I'm there. The woman who claimed to be Madeleine McCann has set up a fundraiser to quote-unquote get back on her feet. What, because she's, what, taking time off work? What's, you know, get back on your feet. Like... Well, you want that insinuates you're on them first. Julia Wendell hit headlines after claiming she was Madeleine McCann, the British girl who disappeared from her parents' apartment during a holiday in Portugal, twenty twenty oh seven. Wendell, uh, who also goes the name goes by the name uh, Julia uh, Faustana and Julia Wonder. Look, which is it? Eh? you know, Julia Wendell, Julia Wondelt. Julia Faustana or Madeleine McCann? Make your mind up. Uh, she even appeared on Dr. Phil, blah, 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 blah. However, the results ended up confirming that she was, of course, uh, her parents' child. Uh, Wendell's representative and psychic medium, our gal, uh, Dr. Fia Johansson, told Radar Online she's absolutely 100% from Poland. But I thought she... I. I'm just so confused by all of this. Like, if you're a handler and you're taking her on Dr. Phil, shouldn't you at least pretend to believe that she is Madeline, Madeline McCann? <clears throat> we learned a few things, one being that Julia's mum is now, in fact, believed to be her mum, and so she's not Madeline McCann. Uh, they're not 100%, uh, but they believe that her mum is, in fact, her mum. Uh, they're questioning her father's side. Uh, Wendell is also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wait, hold on a second. Wendell also previously claimed to have been a subject of sexual assault as a child, uh, with Dr. Johansson alleging she was forced to uh, take 35 pills from the age of seven. I'm quite, I'm quite sure what's going on there. Tell us more about the fundraiser. I created this fundraiser because uh, many kind people wrote to me that I should do it because it's possible for me to pay for my lawyers. <sighs> I, no, it's just... No. We said this from the start. This is obviously a sad situation. It's a very confusing situation. Um, and I largely blame Dr. Phil for it all. You know? It's all very well wearing the suit, having the, the baldy head with the hair at the side, and talk, talking all slow and stuff. And, you know, talking all slow with a nice old friendly southern accent. And, well, did they leave you on the holiday while they were out for the tapas? Do you remember the tapas? Was it a good one? I like tapas. Mm. Uh, not enough to let my kids be abducted, but I do like it. And hey, I'm just trying to make a pound note here. 
I my I I think that the blame lies at the feet of Doctor Phil. He's he needs he needs these people for content, for views, you know, for retweets. Uh, apparently, he ain't even paying them. You know, he ain't paid them penny one. Apparently, so well you you, you have to start a Kickstarter, aren't you? You you have to start a fundraiser. What else? You, and fair enough, I'll pay. I'll I'll slip a tenner. Rough. Oh no, it has. She has. Is there a donate button? Come on, are they actually going to post the link? Uh, so far, we've got 158 quid. That's not bad, is it? Christ. Is that the, you can look, lad Bible. If you're going to post the story to try and make a few fucking bucks off the ads, you could at least actually link. You'd actually link to the fundraiser. I mean. Let's try and find her on the gram. See what's going on. It's not good though, is it? Um, Eleven thousand followers. I mean, if you're doing it for clout, uh, sure. You know, it's not bad. Uh, Six hundred quid so far. Hey, you know, could be worse. Could be down. Could be damn What well, you could be doing? Hundred and twenty years. You know, in Toussaint. In Tucson with Keith Ramirez, Ranieri, playing volleyball with that clown. No thanks. Anyway, Dalai Lama, suck my tongue. What a geezer. What a lad. How dare you? Dalai Lama says he regrets video showing him kissing boy and asking him to suck his tongue. I mean, what I will say from that video is he, uh, he looks like he's having a laugh with it, man. He looks like... I mean, the llama. Apparently, the llama likes to fuck with people. You know, he's a bit of a prankster. You know, you've seen him recently hanging out with the Nelk Boys. You know, he was involved in one of those videos where they have like a that they like a prank they do in gyms. Because um, what a lot of you, a lot of people don't realise about the Dalai Lama is that he's an elite level powerlifter, and so he goes in there dressed as a sort of janitor. And he goes up to sort of big muscle men, you know, you know those big, those, you know those big boys you see in the gym, big muscle men in gyms. Yeah, he goes up to them when they've got like a lot of weights on the rack, and he's sort of like, oh, I need to clean a bit around there, and they get a bit pissy with him, you know, because they're about to do top set and that. And he sort of sp- spray spray, and then he goes like, oh, you big weights, wow, oh, so heavy, oh, big man. They're like, yeah, yeah, all right, just do the cleaning and fuck off. And he just starts busting out reps just fucking banging out like just set after set of mad fucking reps and they're like oh shit oh and they're all like memes and that start and then the lunk alarm goes off anyway he does that a lot he's been hanging around with uh, Steve will do it Uh, they just go to like car dealerships in like Indiana and give people like loads of cash Uh, you've seen him with uh, Mr. Beast you know, doing a whole uh, advert series for them D's Nuts chocolate bars. The llama likes a laugh. You know, he's a fun geezer. He was hanging around with Ranieri at one point. He had to apologise for that as well. <laughs> I mean, he gets himself into some scrapes. What's he going to do next week? Claim he's Madeleine McCann. Just a disaster. I mean, thing is, though, with the llama, you know, he's got a loyal following, hasn't he? Yeah. He's like Mother Teresa. 
you look at scrape away a little bit of the surface from Mother Teresa, absolute cunt. Like literally nightmare of a woman. Just horrendous. Um but it's Mother Teresa, isn't she? Yeah, she's little old fucking she looks like a like a teapot, doesn't she? Looks like a little E. T. Tea cozy on her. Little little shrivel old teapot. Ah, God love her, you know? Put her on a private jet with Tony Robbins, who cares? Anyway, the llama just likes, you know, likes messing around. Likes fucking with people. Hey, suck my tongue. Hey, sniff my finger. Oh, what, you never been with a woman before? Yeah. He likes a, he likes a laugh. And, and fuck. He boxed Brian Blessed, the llama, did he? Fucking hell. Did he win? Or was it one of those charity ones? They just always call it a draw. It was an, exhibi- it was an exhibition. Yeah. Epstein flight logs, was he? Ah. Oh. Yeah, podcast with Andrew Tate recently. No. Ah. First person to podcast with Andrew Tate since he's come out, the Dalai Lama. Oh, he's pushing it now, isn't he? He's pushing it. Ah, he's done a sit down with Jordan Peterson on the Daily Wire Plus. Oh, oh, he's got a show on GB News. Ah, ah, oh, oh, he's on trigonometry. He said the N word on trigonometry. Ah, no good. Oh. Anyway, listen, what's his shtick? What's, what, what is he, Buddhist and that? What they like? They like a laugh, don't they? They like a, they like a drink. Uh, <laughs> he's done a bump and dump of some shit coin. I swear to God. I saw he was hawking NFTs. They look legit. I, they're on... It's ridiculous. He was selling NFTs on Card- Cardano, on the bloody Cardano blockchain. I mean, Christ. He must have been getting some, some fucking folded money for that. He was on. <laughs> he got in trouble with Kim Kardashian for, for that whole Ethereum Classic fucking nightmare or whatever it was. Was it Ethereum Classic or oh, something else? Wasn't it? Oh dear, yeah. Apparently, he it was actually him that leaked the Colleen Rooney, Co- Rooney, Colleen Rooney Instagram stuff. Not good, fucking llama. Um. Oh, what else we got? That's some bits. Nine minutes left. Uh, they're gonna, they're trying to get rid of the elf bars slowly but surely. Tough new measures on disposable vapes are coming to force tomorrow, aka today. Tough new measures on disposable vapes are expected to come into force tomorrow with the introduction of government enforcement squad. Oh baby, imagine being on that. It's like you're just hanging around at the bar. Hey big guy, what do you do? I'm part of the enforcement squad. Is that an elf bar you got there? Yeah. Okay, you're coming with me. Takes you out the back. Dalai Lama's there waiting for you in just his skivvies. Ready to enforce. Uh, the government are expected to announce bold new measures uh, to help combat the rising levels of youth vaping with full details due to be announced tomorrow uh, by Health Minister Neil O'Brien. It's part of a crackdown and you... Illicit Vapes Enforcement Squad, backed by three million quid of government funding. You say government funding, what that actually means is taxpayer money. Uh, Will be brought in to enforce the rules on vaping, uh, whilst also tackling illegal vapes and underage sales. Yeah, so illegal vapes, right, not as exciting as they sound. Uh, They're just the normal disposable ones, but they've got bigger capacity. Uh, Your your Elux Legends, if you're familiar, big boys, big honker chunks. Yeah, 1,500 puffs. Imagine that. Maybe even more. 
Uh, my, actually, I think the ones that I used to have about 3,000 puffs. Five times the elf bar. It's bollocks, though. I mean, because one man's puff might be, you know, another man's puff, if you catch my drift. You know, there's no way it lasted six times as long as the elf bar. I'm telling you that now. It lasted maybe two and a half, I'd say. But, you know, price-wise, it was only twice the price of the elf bar. And if it's going to last two and a half times as, as much, you know, and it's probably less plastic... So perhaps you're doing yourself a favour. So it's a little bit bizarre that they're ban it. So they that they're going to ban the bigger ones, or they have banned the bigger ones, and now they're what they're going to clamp down on it because all of the boss men are just selling them over the counter. Some of them have got them under the counter. Some of them being a little bit more clandestine about it. But you you got yourself a proper boss man. They're in the window. You know, you go in there. You know, you say straw was the strawberry and apple one. Like, is it good? It goes beautiful flavour. Okay, great. I'll have it. It's my favourite. Okay, fantastic. What about the uh, pineapple cream beautiful flavour it's my favourite okay fine um, um, they're going to give free vapes to pregnant smokers wow that's cool that's really cool I mean bloody hell that's if you, I mean Christ if you want if you want your baby to grow up an Andrew Tate fan then yeah get yourself a free vape on the NHS while you're pregnant you wanted to grow up to suck the Dalai Lama's tongue. Yikes. Um, working across the country, the squad will be led by training standards and share knowledge and intelligence across regional networks and local authorities. Alongs- oh, I see. Alongside the enforcement squad, a quote-unquote call for evidence is also being launched to identify opportunities to stop children vaping and reduce the number of underage users a little narc line a little rat hotline the rat squad the elf bar rat squad do you see kids in do you see little jimmy cartwright in your area honking on a big old rig call the fuzz get it do you get like do you get cash i'll dub him in for cash times you know times cost living crisis I'd dub, dub some little vapey bastard and I'd, I'd dub I'd buy him the vape and then dub him in. If the, if the numbers work, if the numbers work, I'll just buy a fucking rucksack of vapes and I'll mince around the Lewis Road area like the Pied Piper of vapey Hamlet, dishing them out, getting a little photographic evidence, go straight down the cop shop, cash in, cash in hand. It's, it's going to be like one of those cash converter, cashy gold places. But instead of moody gold, you just take in pictures of kids vaping. I'll give you a fiver for it. If they give me, they give me a tenner for each one, I'll get a kid's name and address. Yeah? Right, granted, I'm going to have to keep my wits about me with this. If I'm going around with a bag of brightly coloured elf bars, giving them to children and asking for their names and addresses, it won't be long before, you know, I arouse suspicion... And so I think I'm probably going to have to move fast. Uh, but I reckon, you know, they're going to give me a tenner a picture for it. Oh, I reckon I could do 100 a day. And then with the cost of the elf bars, that is going to knock 50% off. But still, 500 quid a day, not bad. You know, not bad. I mean, it's, it's slightly danger money because, you know, a, a wrong move and someone's dad is going to give me a fucking shoeing, man. You know, I could end up getting caught by one of those sting operations, you know, particularly if I suddenly start getting, you know, if I, in order to 
rouse business, get on TikTok, do a bit of social media stuff, start chatting to some underagers, you know, hey, do you like, you know, do you like vapes and that? Do you want, do you want one? I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you see, like, it could, it's getting into a problematic area, but ultimately, what I'm looking for is cash. You know, looking to make a pound note, if that involves stitching up a few kids, you know, no one's really going to get hurt in it, me potentially, but, Again, if I can keep my wits about me, I reckon I can get hundred a day. So that's five hundred quid pure profit. You know, I mean, yes, obviously my time, but I don't. I think in a cost of living crisis, with what is it, ten percent inflation or whatever, I don't think there's anyone who's turning down five hundred quid a day. You know, five hundred quid in in honest, honest earnings. It could, it could get a lot worse. You know, it could get a lot worse. Um, uh, O'Brien oh James O'Brien James O'Brien from LBC is due to outline the new measures uh, speech uh, in a speech at Policy Exchange uh, tomorrow uh, he says in a statement that he blames Brexit um, and Lawrence Fox and Marjorie Noirs uh, for, for, for starting for inventing vapes wow uh, he blames Boris, uh, Rishi, and Jeremy Hunt for inv- inventing vapes and for corrupting uh, the minds of the young. Listen, got two minutes left. I've got to do the Patreon shout-outs because that's... Cause Christ, no, they bloody pay for it, okay? Um, where are we? Um, thanks to everyone who's uh, joined the Patreon. The bonus episodes are coming thick and fast. Last week's was a good one. Hunter Biden's unfinished dubs taking uh, taking a little trawl uh, through the real nasties contained on the laptop from hell. You know, the real ugliness of the work in progress folder on Hunter Biden's uh, notorious laptop. Uh, went through last week's Trump speech. Uh, did a little piece on um, spherical uh, racist northern comedians. Uh, there was there was a lot to enjoy. Uh, so Christ, where's it all gone? It's here. Thank God. Don't worry. It's okay. Uh, thank you very much to Max Morell, Josh Mayers, Tom Frost, Mister Merck, Jack, Joe Lewis, Ollie Watt, Adam Payne, Ed Smart, Alistair Michael. Uh, Jen Spencer, John Forsyth, Anderton, Vaplade, uh, Gordon Price, who was too busy to listen today, but dropped in to tell us that he was too busy to listen. Uh, Wodge, Lupe Salazar, Nick Brock, Hendo Bartendo, Chode Ryder, Alex Wilson, Joel Potter, Matty Tompkins, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R. Reesmosson. Thank you all. And may I bid you adieu.
Oh, I'm still here, am I? <laughs> oh, great, great, really great. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah.